that? That's a good question. What if I tell you I ain't got the energy for it? What if I told you that, though? That's always a possibility. And another good question. It's always a chance. Welcome back to the O2Lit Podcast This is your host Matt As always As always I thank y'all Thank y'all for coming through Catching vibes And where we are all being enlightened Through literature um, On this episode I am sitting across from Probably One of the most cerebral people That I've met You know In my In most recent You know Occurrences Like I really We we met a few What was it A couple months ago If that Um and you know you we just started having dialogue with each other coordinating getting on podcasts and and just you know just getting together being familiar um you may know him as the host of the FWM podcast fuck with me podcast um if you not you will be um Mr. JP what's going on man this is JP um, I appreciate you having me on um, again. Uh, we definitely have had dialogue, and we definitely been chopping it up, man. And mm-hmm. you being in the rabbit hole with each other, man, is 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 crazy. Um, but even with the introduction that you gave, man, even this is the second time you done gave me an introduction like that, man. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, but you know, like I said, all I am is just continue to be just a vessel, man, and and speaking the truth, and also just being humble when it comes to just giving the people with the, the things that come and and just the, the dialogue just mm-hmm. to keep our minds open mm-hmm. you know just to not just saying the teaching I don't want to say that I'm a teacher I just want to just have people dialoguing with each other man let's just have the biggest thing we don't do is talk Right. And you give me a chance to just talk. When me and you talking, you may say that you learn from me, man, but the literature part that you give me mm-hmm. when you're on, on your show and how you're opening up with the way that you're doing your show and even with us just talking, man, how you give me the literature portion, man, that opens my mind up because I not there on that part that you are. You know, you give me a lot of things to learn from and I appreciate you and I appreciate the opportunity that you've given me, man, to yes, be sir. on your, your your platform once again. 
Yes, sir. Now, yes, ladies and gents, we are very transparent on the O2Lit podcast. And I will say me and JP um, met up once before to, um, to record for an episode. Circumstances stand that that episode didn't get published, but it's okay. It's okay because, like we said pre-recording, you know, things happen for a reason. And really and truly, when you get past the hiccup and the fuck up, you see that it's alignment. And that's the first thing I just, that just hit me before I even said that. Like, ladies and gents, we got to stop feeling like the universe is against you when things don't go your way. It's an adage that say uh, rejection is God's redirection. You feel me? Like, it's, it's, things not going to always go your way. We talked about it on past episodes. The world is neutral. It's, it's unbiased. Shit happens. But you got to roll with the punches. And nine times out of ten, when you come back and revisit something, it's going to be much better because you done got experience. And, and, and my, my quote and my saying that I live by, man, as people, we, you know, me and you, mm-hmm. you know, and that's something that I came to you about that I, that I told you that, um, that I had to even come with myself is, you know, we got to fess up, clean up mm-hmm. what we messed up. Mm-hmm. And 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 I live by that, mm-hmm. and I'm glad we 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 definitely we took that break and we we back at it again. We both have, I would like to say, we've grown um, <laughs> in our separate podcast, but also just learning through it. And of course, life every day is a is a chapter. Every day you 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 learn and you grow. Um, but today, you know, me sitting down with JP, this this. <laughs> It's different in this this episode, ladies and gentlemen. I need just to, you to do just what he said. Have on your thinking caps and be open minded, because we are discussing "Solo Nights" by Eldridge Cleaver. Now, if you do not know about Eldridge Cleaver, I implore you go visit your local library, go on your web browser. Hell, come see me by the book. He's done some shit that you may not be so open-minded to. He's he's had um, those stints of incarceration. He's he's done those heinous crimes. He's he's raped women he, for whatever his reason was. He did it. Um, but and I'm giving you a brief overview. You know he he took the time while he was incarcerated and built. And formulated his own philosophical and political ideology. He came up with his own philosophy and um, he became one of the leaders of the Black Panther Party. We all know about the Black Panther Party. If you don't know, okay, the public school system really, really failed you. But it's okay. We here and we're going to educate you. And there are books to come about the Black Panther Party on the Ultralit Podcast. So stay lit. Um, but so long, Ice. Eldridge Cleaver. Um, we I'll tell you this This was a hard read Not so much as Diction Verbiage Shit like that Nah It was hard to stomach Because You really got to read From his perspective Cleaver's perspective What he did Why he did And how he overcame it Yeah we are like a A a good happy ending or whatever but you know you gotta get you gotta go through the storm to see the rainbow most times so it's it's that type of situation I don't want to give y'all too much because of as you all know I want you to go read the book I want you to educate yourselves I want you to gain your own understanding but today 
we gonna talk about a couple of things that's in the um in the book, and we gonna generate this conversation just like we always do it. You ready? Yes, sir. Let's get it. All right. So, like I said, Eldridge Cleaver, you know, he 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 was in prison during the time so of Solo Nice came out, um, published. It's a collection of essays from him, just his story, his thought processes, his. Um, transformation um, into that political realm and it's fascinating to me how you know I mean I've never seen the inside of a cell like I said before no cap but it's like it's fascinating to me to see individuals who go inside and they are self-teaching themselves they they are learning they're going to the library picking up books that they never would have otherwise picked up they you know becoming more spiritual i mean shit when you when your back's against the wall with no control only so many other ways to look but up mm-hmm. <laughs> yes sir it's only so many other ways but it's like I don't know that radicalization and awareness of social issues. When you in the trenches, you have no choice but to observe the 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 bullshit that goes on in your community into yourself. I asked Cam a couple episodes ago, how would could you imagine you know being incarcerated during this pandemic? You couldn't, man. Um, you couldn't because the one thing about it is. This is one thing that it shows the incarceration process period was to put you in the mindset as being a caged animal. Mm -hmm. Um, The processes of um, getting you in and out of the court process, um, you can tell blatantly before this was that the time frame that they had no excuse to get you in get you out, give you what you need, the, the punishment, if you weren't guilty, in, you out, get it over with. Mm-hmm. The pandemic part of killing the mindset, mm-hmm. of breaking your brain down, of mental health, uh, that was the stall. Well, six feet apart, we don't want people to be in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. But the kangaroo court before um, the pandemic, it was Skype anyway. Mm-hmm. You see a person right. on that screen way before, you know, I had my stints of being in that system. Um, I was fortunate to, you know, not have the record that the amount of times that I went back there that it would reflect. Mm-hmm. But even back then in 2010, 2011, we were migrating into not having to be in the actual court system where the judge stands right in your face. But we had a big TV screen up there where he was virtually with a Zoom call. Right. So it was always like that. We could have definitely still been that way. Um, but the excuse of... Yeah, man, you know, right now the courts is slow right now. We can't get you in, but you keep them caged in there and you don't give them the chance to either go ahead and take the punishment or not. But the like you said, the things that you have to think about and the things that you see behind them mm-hmm. is ridiculous. It's ridiculous, especially when you go up in prison. You know, there's some things in the county that you you're not going to be there that long. Mm-hmm. Maxing out two years in the county, bro, you know, if you're only going to be there for two years, if you're not knowing, if you're knowing that you're not going to prison, mm-hmm. it was a lot of things that's going there. you like, damn, bro, they really getting themselves adjusted to because this is going to be their life. Mm-hmm. 
And that is crazy. You know, there's no way in hell, you know, people should already be adjusting to having sex with men in the county. There's no way in hell. You're not, the county jail is, is just purgatory where either you're going to go to get out or you're going to go up the road. Are you going on? But a lot of that showed you that they knew their fate mm-hmm. and just starting to prepare yourself on what's going to be. And that is a crazy one. It's a strong mind you got to have to see that to get yourself through. And it's ridiculous. And it's... <sighs> We could say exactly what JP said and apply that shit to everybody, even if you ain't been inside. Like, just like you said, you get into a situation, you have to catch yourself in a situation and you just be so quick to adapt. Because you just feel like this situation I'm just about to be in until. So you say, fuck it. Let me just, I'm just going to do what I can to make this transition as smooth as possible. And make it comfortable mm-hmm. That's it Comfortability Like When Just like you said They Already getting so So What's the word Proactive Not that, reactive that's, that's it To Getting with other dudes However you act Then again I can't speak on What happened inside I can't do that I'm not gonna That's a disservice To every listener If I try to do that <laughs> You've never been there okay. Yeah you can't You can't Can't do it But yeah. It's it Again It's fascinating How Like I said We can apply that shit To us Like You have to have That strong mind That no matter What situation You in You have a choice Either you're going To sit And Get comfortable and just like you said, be reactive. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, let's just say, let's just say, financial mm-hmm. finances. If you know you're not good with money, mm-hmm. you got one or two options. Mm-hmm. Either you gonna learn to be better at money, or you gonna continue to fuck off your money. I already know I ain't good at it, so I might as well just spend it. Mm-hmm. I ain't good at this job. Let me, how can I budget this shit so I can not be in this situation going forward? How can I make sure that I'm not repeating this cycle? Because even in the jail system, that shit's a revolving door. Because you get comfortable and you get out and you do the same shit. Am I wrong? No, you're not. Okay, in my opinion, um, Generational wealth We spend so much time Speaking about that Right Speak on it You just said Money management Mm -hmm. Um I really believe That When When it comes to stress There's only two things That we stress over Okay Finances and money Mm -hmm. And disease Mm -hmm. That's all only two Mm -hmm. Right All right if we use so lightly of we're rich within soul, mm-hmm. all right? So in our culture, um, if you look at the way that the world goes now, you would question, well, we're rich in soul, but how do we live by that, right? Mm-hmm. Our I start to think about our ancestors and how they lived rich in soul is because they were broke. But they had their happiness. Mm-hmm. They had their spirituality. They didn't have to worry about Georgia Power. <laughs> they didn't have to worry about the mortgage companies. Or the utility place. They didn't have to worry about any utilities, water, lights, any of that. 
But now that you have that, that becomes a stressor to keep them on because nobody wants to sit in the house in the dark. Nobody does not want to have hot water to wash their behinds and nobody does not want to have to have no central heat and air. Mm-hmm. All right, stressor with disease. Right, it breaks down your immune system when you're stressed. Exactly. So, you know, a lot of people. I had a um, conversation with one of my partners the other day. He was just like, you know, you know, somebody was diagnosed with cancer, but you know, it's not the stress because you know he's happy. You know, and then I say, well, no, I wouldn't say in my opinion that he's happy. He's made peace. Because at the end of the day, you can't tell me when they first diagnosed him with that. That he was happy. Exactly. Mm-mm. That that immediately in his mind began to stress him out because when you get that C word, mm-hmm. you begin to start thinking about your timeline of knowing that eventually I'm going to die. You don't start thinking about how I'm going to beat this or how I'm going to keep myself up to be eat upbeat to where I'm going to stay positive mm-hmm. and the creator is the last decision maker mm-hmm. because you can't tell me that the the creator would allow a disease to just eat you and kill you make you deteriorate like that mm-hmm. but the problem is the way that you not stress keeps your antibodies to be able to fight whatever it is oh that's a Nazi moron that they really don't push and I thought about that shit like mm-hmm. a day or so ago a lot of people don't and this is we're still on topic but it's like people be upset at other people for not going to the doctor or not actively going to the doctor or not just or just going whenever some shit go terribly wrong like people like man you should go to the doctor you need to go check some people's anxiety can't deal with that shit exactly. cause now Okay, I done went to the doctor. He done told me I got X, Y, and Z. Now, every day, I'm thinking about X, Y, and Z, and it's taken away from you actually living your life because, again, you're stressing, and once you stress, it's a double-edged sword. Now, your antibodies, your immune system breaks down, and now you're more prone to whatever disease it is you're trying to fight off. Or that they done diagnosed you with. So when we co- when we bring a full circle back to you know the prison and awareness of social issues, when you're in a situation, that's when you become most aware. You cannot be so aware. I can't be aware of what the fuck's going on on Wall Street. I think I'm in Savannah, and I'm trying to make it. <laughs> I am trying to make it. <laughs> I, I I can't share those issues because that's not me. So before we move on, right? Go ahead. I just want to give this one more thing, right? Back to the finance part, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, you can't tell me. You heard me, because you heard me just, you just listen in the tail part of me recording mm-hmm. before while you were setting up, right? right? So, so you heard me speak about, you know, being money can't bring happiness. I was hoping you was going to put... Pull that out your hat. Right. This one. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was so you, you heard me speak about that, right? So money can't bring happiness. And I back when I was, you know, back in in, in my younger time, I was like, man, bullshit, bro. Stop, stop bringing me down, nigga. Let me let me, <laughs> let me let, live. Let me live. Let me get the money. I don't know yet. Let me you find out. You telling me your story. Let me find out. Don't, don't talk for me, right? <laughs> so, but you can't tell me. 
that if we're not so worried about our neighbor mm-hmm. and what they got going on, that we can't live our life and be happy because you can't tell me in this, in Savannah, Georgia, that oh, it's money a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. just from a hundred thousand to a hundred and eighty thousand a year, mm-hmm. that you can't be comfortable. Can't tell. Yeah, no. But the problem is wanting more and being greedy. You'll never be satisfied. Exactly. And then you're looking at, we got to stop looking at social media and looking at other people's life and basing that and comparing that and using a measuring stick as our successes and our failures because somebody looks so happy. We're wondering why we're not like that. And you don't know if they truly happy or not. You don't. I just said it before. You don't know how many selfies they had to take to get to that one that they posted. You don't know how how messed up that trip was at the beginning and who done pulled out, what they stressing over. Anybody can smile on the beach. Anybody can smile on vacation when they want to take a picture, but you don't. It just takes five seconds to take a picture. Click, click. Just smile. And now you blow it after you finish. (laughs) You huff and puffing while you. Life is good. Blow. <laughs> As you type in your caption, Blow. you so hurt. You hurt typing your caption. Like, uh, uh, life is good. Catch flights, not feelings. But I'm in my feelings. Waiting on my flight. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to coin it like this. Money came by happiness, but you can't buy joy. Because joy, whether or not I'm happy, sad, in between and different. In my heart, I'm content. Like you said, I'm at peace. That's all that matters, peace. I know that the world is going to spin whether or not I'm here or not. I know that bad things, good things going to happen as the universe sees fit. All I can do is thank God for another day and just know I'm doing the best that I can with what I have because that's where I'm supposed to be right now. We're no oracle. You don't know where you're going to be at in five years. You might you might be trying to push your product to the same 40 people in your inner circle. You ain't got the means to branch out, but you're trying to, you're trying to push your product, whatever it is, to a small amount of people. You don't know that it's taking one person to peep your product for the whole world to be put on. You don't know that. So stop, like like JP said, stop looking at other people, trying to figure out how can I meet they, they level or wherever they at. No. Be content with self, man. We talked about it before we hopped on the episode with our, with our podcast. We do this shit because we love it. This is something that we just like to do. Hopefully, you know, those who are listening are accepting it, but we're not doing this shit for clout. We're not doing it because, oh, partner over there got such amount of listens, doing numbers. No, no. Everybody brings something different to the table. So we're content with that. And you have to be. If 9,000 people doing hair, lashes, and et cetera, being estheticians, goddamn it, be 901. Be another one. If everybody else is starting podcasts or is starting some type of entertainment, doing beats, whatever, add to the number. Because you're going to bring something different. Just be appreciative to be a part of the number. I'm just happy to be here. Just part of being a number. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. And, you know, it takes experience to become aware. Like you said, you have to, you got to go through some shit to really 
No, because if you're not, and this ain't no shade to you, but if you're not a reader and you're not, you know, aware of what, you know, people have done, people have said, what's going on in the world, you're going to live in an oblivious bliss. Okay, cool. But when you tap into the FWM podcast, when you tap into the O2Lit podcast and you get these different perspectives on life as we know it, your gears going to start turning. Hmm. Well, that's fucked up. No. <laughs> huh. <laughs> well, that's cool. You're going to become more aware. And I've been called militant in the past year mm. because of all that I've read, because of mm. all of the hidden secrets of this government and all the bullshit they done put us through. Like, I've been called militant because I've become so much more aware. I'm not I don't know everything I don't know We That's 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 absurd for me to say that But when I sit in the presence of JP And I I learn And I will Gladly say it again Cause I told him before we started I love to learn from people And other people Because you Fooling yourself If you feeling You gotta be the smartest person in the room I don't wanna be I don't wanna be Because As you could tell I learned to, I love to grow you love to learn. And just like those people that's in jail, prison, halfway houses, refugee camps, psychiatric hospitals, wherever you are, and you can't get out. It takes that experience of that and still opening your mind to learning different things and, you know, becoming more radical in your beliefs, just like Eldridge Cleaver did, just like Malcolm X did. I want to talk on Malcolm. We know... You you should know Detroit Red <laughs> Hustler Doing everything Burglar Just Around the way cat Gets arrested Well gets incarcerated And that's where he is You know Turned on to the Nation of Islam And be Reading one book One Learning one Word a day Out the dictionary Building his Verbal Mental acumen Just You know Transforming himself So by the time He got out Got acquainted with the nation. You see what happened. Become Malcolm X, second leader, um, well, second in command of the nation. All that becoming more aware, and he had to become aware as well. Mm-hmm. Even after he became what we know as Malcolm X, he was still becoming aware that hmm, maybe not all white people are bad. When he went to the Mecca, he saw that it was different races of Muslims, mm-hmm. not just the black Muslims of New York, Detroit and all of that in the U.S., but of all walks of life at the Mecca, communing with each other, actually com- having that camaraderie. And he had to put on his thinking cap. Hmm. What I was taught or what I've been teaching about the white devil isn't all the way correct. In my opinion... Go for it. In my opinion, I believe the problem is even with the Malcolm situation, mm-hmm. we have to learn that I, as we listen, even with Malcolm and, and and Martin, even with Martin, you know, he was the same thing as all be together. And then with Malcolm, you know, I believe that the mistake was, bro, you can't try to overthrow or try to go and attack the government. Right. That, that's just too big. Right. You know, you can't go and attack them. But 
if you want everybody to stand, just be, let's just preach about independence and wanting to just think of your own, bro. Right. Just be together on your own. But you can't go and attack the government. You can't, you can't go and try the to sue the government. The government is sensitive. You can't, exactly. The Those government are, is that's sensitive. That's one thing that's in their feelings. Oh, no. You talked about us. Yeah. <clears throat> that's one thing that you don't know who is, you don't know who the leader of that is you don't know so you don't know where those bullets coming from you don't know where the attack is coming from because it's so many entities of the government bruh your doctors mm-hmm. your lawyers all trickle down from the government your police officers oh we already know detectives your firemen all of those your life is in in the balance mhm so when you attack Literally. the government, your protection is in jeopardy. Mm. They don't necessarily have to go and shoot you down and assassinate you. You know, the word on the street, I don't know how true it is. You know, wink, wink. That, you know, <laughs> Martin Martin wasn't, he didn't die from the gunshot. He oh, was no. suffocated. He was suffocated in the hospital. <laughs> it, it, that goes back to who else? Someone who's Be aware. <laughs> they lied to us. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So you got to understand that, bro, you can't just go and attack the government, bro. And even with Martin, like, he was the one that was actually sitting off in the Oval Office trying to trying to get shit, quote unquote, get shit done. But they still took him out. Michael, Malcolm won in a lawsuit. Malcolm won in a lawsuit. Bro, you... How, Bro, you ain't tried to sue no regular motherfuckers. You tried to sue the head motherfuckers. Like, 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 not the police academy, not the police <laughs> department, not for, not the, you know, negligence of a doctor. Bro, you went to the the head of that has entity. Civilization. Bro, Civilization. it's a head of a pyramid, right? right? And then you got the legs that have entities. Mm-hmm. Bro, you went to the top. The pinnacle of. The structure. You went to the top. You went to the top. That's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. It's ways that you can bring unity to your people mm-hmm. without attacking. You know, even Nipsey. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be careful. You know, even being a powerful. A lot of these guys were powerful. Mm-hmm. But you can't go and say fuck Donald Trump. Mm-mm. You can't. You can't say fuck Donald Trump out loud like that. <laughs> Especially when you already have the odds not in your favor. We you consider it as a game banger. So when your death come by, what the quote unquote stigma of a game banger is, there's no way you can argue why you died. He had uh, against him, he already had three strikes. And I ain't talking legal. Um, no matter if he had the marathon, no matter if he had that whole plaza, he was still a black man. Now, one, he was a, he was a man. Let's start that. Black man. Black man. And then, game bag. Well, noted affiliate. So it it didn't take much for the government to be like, yeah, or the powers that be rather to be like, yeah. Nah, this can't ride because, believe it or not, the government knows who can really be a threat. Art of war. Mm-hmm. For one of the first things: know yourself and know your opponent. 
the government knows who is having traction in the black community. The government knows who has that influence that can actually bring these folks together to not so much as insurrection because we're going to leave that for some of the Anglo-Saxons that's throwing the capital that we still waiting to get some type of repercussion. But anyway, that's not that. It's just the, it's just like Black Wall Street had a whole community of African-Americans who, like you said, was good to go off by themselves and mm-hmm. make shit work for themselves. And no white people was like, oh, no. What do you mean, y'all all working together and being prosperous? Y'all gotta go. This cannot stand. Literally. Yeah. Go ahead. So look, <laughs> no, because let me tell you, right? Because I know you got some stuff cooked up real quick, right? We gonna. I, I wanna because we'll be going all day on this Speak one, up. right? I wanna go. I know we were talking about even with. Like, you start off with the jail thing. You know, mm-hmm. you got a lot of other things going to where we're going to even come back to that. Mm-hmm. I want to hear where your next point is because I know we're about to segue into that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't need because what we're going to do is keep dialoguing, bro. And the way that your mind is going to work with mine, we're going to keep going back. And we're going to find different. It all ties it's, in. It's going to tie in, but it's going to stop us from your bullet points. And we don't want to rob them uh, because you got some real stuff piled up for these people bro and I don't even want to rob you of giving them one what thing you about got. it one thing about it dog one thing I know for certain two things for sure I may not be here tomorrow yeah this could very well be the last recording I ever get to make yeah that's realistic so I say we let the people have it because like we said pre-recording at a certain time, it wasn't time for it. It was. It wasn't. It, it wasn't a line. But I feel like if we say whatever, I mean, the, the next bullet point, we can we can speak on that. That's that's not a problem. But y'all just see what we saying though. Like it's so much awareness. <laughs> you have to have. You got to be willing to have these conversations. You got to be willing to have a dialogue. You got to be willing to to learn. Learn, and that's what Eldridge Cleaver did. Even while he was in prison, even while he was in the hole, whatever, he still learned. He still grew as a person. He he formulated his own thought process, and it helped to bring about one of the most notable African American groups of our time. Don't hold your nuts on the Black Panther Party. I mean, despite the other lies that they told us, to how whatever negative connotation of them being so. They don't like organization. They thought that they was like, you know, not so much as a game, but it was such a negative ideology. Whereas the Black Panther Party, and it was really, what was it? The Black Panther Party of self-defense. Of self-defense. Not going out wreaking havoc, but literally. And yeah, we got we got Huey P. Newton book on, on the bookshelf too. That's coming. But they literally sat there had armed whatever but making sure these cops wouldn't mess with people of the community literally new laws of what they could and could not do and just sat in the wind and made sure all right you staying within your parameters of what you're legally able to do yeah if things happen they had to get down but whatever mm-hmm. but you got to be aware go ahead even with that the black panthers you know bro we was 
as much as we go through to where we get pushed to the limit, mm -hmm. we still don't react the way that they want us to. We still don't go and blow shit up. We still don't terrorize shit. We still don't fight. We continue to just be like, stop. Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> We're trying. We, we heard a man just cry out for his life as he was being suffocated. I we watched two guys get suffocated to death. And they beg. Please. And plead for their life, bruh. Watch two guys. One guy get put in a sleeper hole and one guy with a knee. Knee to the neck. neck. And we still did not go and barrack and, and, and put our armors of, of, of war on and go out and do it. No federal building has been touched by the African-American population. None. I just want to say that. None. Not by the black. You know what We I mean? didn't do it. We still won't. <laughs> but they're just still going to keep putting us as monsters, gangsters, and thugs. We, they're still going to do it. Mm -hmm. But we haven't done it yet. And that's the thing, you know, because they don't, they are afraid that any any when we conjugate, bruh, it's going to be mass destruction. Mm -hmm. We're going to be so powerful. We're going to put plan together. If we give, they're afraid if they, we spend enough time and get to know each other, but we going to trust each other. Please say that one more time. Please say that. Just say if, it one more time. If we spend enough time with each other and we get to know each other, we will start to trust each other. If all your fingers are separated, look at your hand right now. Separate all your fingers. If you do this shit, you just got a palm. You, yeah, you can slap somebody with it, but you're not going to have that much of an impact. But if you bring in, like you just said, bring those fingers together, we all know the black fist. That's a power. That's a symbol of strength. Bruh, unity. If you close your fingers with your hands, with your palm and slap a motherfucker. That hurt. It hurt even more. You're right. But if you open your hands and slap, you hear it. Mm -hmm. You put your fingers together and you slap a motherfucker, it. you feel them and you become unconscious. Y'all hear it. Listen. So just understand, it's not even about balling the fliss up. But even if you keep your fingers together, together. and extend it and slap a motherfucker, this part right here where them calluses at, mm -hmm. they gonna make it. It will, it will really hit you really hard. But the way that your hands are open, you won't get the impact you get because the palm of your hand is so soft. Mm -hmm. But if you blend that shit together like that and get nothing but them calluses, mm -hmm. well, you smack a motherfucker real hard. Then you gonna get their attention. You will. <sighs> yeah. Prison, radicalization, and awareness of social issues. Like you said, we can definitely go on that topic all day because there's so much injustice in the world and that shit's really sad. But it's okay. Be aware. I implore y'all to do your own research because the school system, even after... I still can't believe they not teaching black history like that no more. I can believe it. I can't believe it. Whatever. But do your research. Do your research. Now, ladies, y'all got y'all episode a few weeks ago. Y'all have had y'all episodes uplifting y'all and, and just telling how y'all the greatest thing since sliced bread. However, we, uh, it's just, it's just certain things about women that's, 
We just got questions. We got questions. We're not we're not condemning anybody because again, that's that's not that's not us. But one of the things that the book talked about was Cleaver's issues with women. He, like I said, he he had his sense of raping women. Um, he felt like raping white women was his insurrection. Mm-hmm. That was his that was his get back to mm-hmm. the crazy things that. The white people did to black people. That was that was his justification for for raping um, white women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, black women too. But he transitioned from black to white women. So raping them. Yeah. Okay. So no, we we don't we don't condone that at all. Never should be. We don't do. We yeah no. That's that's very much a topic. I don't want to talk about rape and stuff like that. But problems with women. We just gonna talk off the top of our head. I don't even I don't even have no manuscript for this one. We just it's just a bullet point. Just um ladies, just I wonder. I really wonder. JP, you could you could you could help me with this. Okay, I'm listening. What is it about women picking the wrong guy, quote unquote, the wrong guy for them? Ooh, All right. Yeah. So, in my opinion, from what I have experienced, um, I am very open when I am discussing with man or woman. But I definitely choose to speak to a lot of women mm-hmm. because it is very interesting on their take on things. And as a black man, um, I want to see where the disconnect is. Mm-hmm. What I have realized is not that they pick. They don't pick. Energies, vibes, vibrations. Mm-hmm. Um, we women have red flags that they don't want, that they look for. Mm-hmm. They have a certain thing that they come off the jump with men, mm-hmm. that they tell them off the jump. I've experienced this. I can't. It's it's a it's certain things that you can't live with and that you're not going to deal with and you're not going to take. Right. The, women come with it off the bat when they are discussing with men. Mm-hmm. Right? I I've been I dealt with this. I don't want to go through this again. So off the rip, they come in looking for that to make sure that you're not bringing that. Right. Men know that. Yeah. So what do we do? We put, try so hard. Put that best foot forward. Not to, but the best foot forward, not to be what she don't want, won't, don't want. Mm-hmm. However, the crazy thing about it is her antennas are up so high about what she's not looking for. She don't see the other red flags that still leads back to that all in the, in, in, the original all, red in the holistically. Flag. You know what I'm saying? There are small wow. red flags that you try to go that that she don't realize because you don't want to go down that road that she says she don't want. She's mm-hmm. she's looking at you to make sure you don't go down that path. Mm-hmm. So you try to go around that and you're doing other things. Other things, other things, other things, other things. And, and it's going to mess around. As soon as she starts to lighten up, you start to go right back to that Merge path. right back in there. You <laughs> right back. You can, look, bro, you can, only, real. you can only drive on the shoulder for too long because yeah. that little bump thing on the shoulder starts messing up your tires. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck around catching nail on your tires. Bro, a chameleon can only keep itself camouflaged 
for only for so long. Mm-hmm. Do you know why? Mm-hmm. Because he's able to be comfortable by the surroundings because in his mind, you will only be looking, he will only have to be that way for so long until you walk away or turn your head. Till that thread is gone. Exactly. So a, a chameleon does never just sits on a wall or a lizard never just sits on a wall and expects me to stand there and be like, bro, I see you. Right. I'm not moving until you crawl away. I, I see you. I see you. And once it gets uncomfortable, it's able to camouflage itself because it loosens itself up and becomes comfortable with the surroundings to to camouflage itself. But sense. as soon as it becomes uncomfortable, it goes right, right back to where it's supposed to be. So it's not that they choose the wrong men. They never choose the wrong men. Also, we don't realize as human beings, mm-hmm. vibrations, vibe, energy is real because for sure we we be, a lot of people become human mirrors to other people you become yeah what you reflect what people will reflect because once you put out what you don't like mm-hmm. what you don't want you put that into the universe you become to realize you don't want that because a lot of things, you place your insecurities and blame other people on some things that you've been doing yourself. yourself. So when people yell at you and come at you, sometimes people got to stop and think and be like, damn, that's really me. You ever notice when you tell, complain to somebody about something and you finally stop? When somebody tells you that they don't like something, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm I'm pretty much a person that I, 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 I take corrective measures on purpose. Right. When you tell me something bothers you about me, mm-hmm. I purposely correct it. Right? Right. Purposely correct it. As soon as you correct it, do you not realize how they emit, later on as you're pulling yourself back and not doing what they said that they didn't want to do, mm-hmm. how they start doing it? What is that, a transference of energy? It is you, every because people think, and they they will be quick to say that's petty. It's yeah. tit for tat. Yeah. But it's not petty or tit for tat. It's sometimes people absorb that energy. Mm-hmm. And, and now it becomes... They become that because it's it is that is just human nature. That is a defense mechanism. You become that to defend yourself. You you become that to be able to maneuver. Handle. You adapt yep. to that. Yeah. So you absorbing that type of energy, you have to absorb that to give it back for you to be able to coincide. True. So once you True. stop. The other person that said, I don't like that, will start going and doing that because you've done it to them so much. Subconsciously, their soul, their spirit, their energy has absorbed that. And now that's now you're understanding how they felt because they are throwing that bitch right back at you. If y'all don't know, if y'all don't learn any other type of theory, as we know, I work in the human service field, went to school, social work, whatever, mm-hmm. learn theories. My favorite theory was the social learning theory. 
social learning theory basically sums up everything you just said. We are sponges, mm-hmm. and it's really more so kids, but even us. We're we're sponges. We observe what mannerisms and and activities are around us, and we even if you don't exude it off the bat, every sponge don't leak water until you squeeze it. You gotta the shit gotta absorb the water, and then once you squeeze it, it releases it. Yeah, if it's too soaked, it's gonna drip. But like you said, case in point, case in point, for my married or people who living with their significant others, dishes ain't done, laundry piling up, y'all ain't vacuuming forever. You can write your name in the dust. You know, just just not doing around the house. And you make mention to your, your significant other. I don't like when you don't do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Okay, so bet you want me to pitch in domestically? I got you. Mm-hmm. Oh, but like you said, after that person stops and takes a break, now look who's not doing and not cleaning and not. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. Okay, even better. Co-parenting. Ooh, preach. Co-parenting. I ain't no parent. I can't speak on it. Go for it. All right. As men, a lot of men will look at their baby mamas yes. and will complain and think, well, bro, she just lazy. She just do this. She just do that. Bro, she ain't pitching in the time and doing this and doing that, man. My kids, I just hate the way that she do this and do that, right? I've had two men. And then I've heard one story of another man. Mm-hmm. So that's three men that finally get full custody of their children. And they um, and they told and they go back to women and be like, bro, I didn't know shit, bro. I got the goddamn, you know, I, I didn't know I, my daughter in kindergarten. I didn't know I got to check her folder every day. I didn't know I got to make sure somebody pick her up off the bus stop or take pick her up from school. Then I got to go and take my other child and do this. I didn't know I got to make sure that they get from point A to point B. I got to make sure they wash. I got to make sure they eat. I got to make sure I take them to practice. Ever ending to-do list. We don't give the women enough credit on what they do because, again, we have the luxury of looking on the outside looking in. We're not in battle. A lot of them really get tired. It is stressing. And And women are emotional creatures, so when they become emotional, a lot of things start to deteriorate and a lot of things start to lack because their emotional part will kill their drive, their motivation to do whatever because they're mentally tired. That's it. Their, their, their mental fatigue begins to hit the physical fatigue. So as you, people keep thinking, my body's tired. Your body is tired because your mind, which is what tells everything to do something. It's exhausted. It's exhausted. So it's not that they're not doing, it's a lot of things they got to unpack. It's a lot of things. So a lot of things when it comes to the question about your about the women, it's a lot of mental that becomes emotional. That's why. So yes, they have a lot of things that they have to get together when it comes because you know what's the most triggering word to women, black women? Submissive. Yeah. That's that's a SAT you word. You heard even on my episode that you listened to, we have to get a, the choice of words we use is the delivery 
and the intent. Submissive can be used in so many terms, bro. So Come many on. meanings. Come on. But when we when they hear submissive, they think being on all fours with a chain around their neck and a leash. Right. Do this. Do that. Go cook. Go clean. Right. Go wash the wash the clothes. Do this. Do that. That a hey, bend that ass over. I was about to say sex slave. Like sex slave. You know that's what they hear. But no, submissive is trusting your partner, your man. Yep. That. The him being created to be the leader mm-hmm. that you learn and you believe that he is never going to put you in harm's way. Yes, we're not saying shut up and everything he say is law. Nope. Not saying that. Be be slow to speak. Quick to listen. Quick to listen. You know, discernment. Intuition. Talk. Come on. Is the best thing that the creator gave a black woman. You said this the last time we we sat down. That was the best thing the creator can give a woman. Y'all listening. Bruh. Adam and Eve. Eve was created because, you know, the the creator knew vagina was going to be our worst, worst downfall. That's why she wasn't created with us. Mm. Adam had to prove, show himself approved mm-hmm. to get the vagina. That helped me. He had to sit there and raise and train animals, bruh. Animals. Not pets. Animals that don't speak his language. Different animals. That he had to train, bro. That don't speak his language. Everybody and he was to able scene. to, and he was able, bro, to get them to do everything he wanted them to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not even that they did every, not just that they did everything, bro. He led them in the correct way. Right. So the Creator said, "For your good works, I have something for you, yeah, and I will create this one from your rib, bro." That's the most important thing that something can be created for because without your ribs, your organs don't have no protection. Right. So you ever Come hear on. a gut punch, bro? You you it knocks the wind out of you. Yes. So he picked something. He didn't say you was created from my heart. You wasn't created from my brain. Not my fibula. You know what I'm saying? Your rib. So and that shows you how your rib. The woman is not supposed to be behind me, but always on the side of me. Covering what's the most vulnerable. Standing next to me. Not behind me as I'm a human shield. Not in front of me as being the target. On the side of me of trusting that, bro, whatever you go through, I'm about to go through with you. We die together. We ride together. Bad boys for life. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And I was thinking about what I was talking about to say Because now it's coming to the Jada and Will shit. You know what I'm saying? We can do it. Let's go. But he knew. But the upside, the crazy thing, the flip side of that, right? Mm -hmm. The devil knew Mm. that he couldn't touch none of them animals. Mm Because they was already there with Adam. They knew the rules. They knew not to come. They knew. They knew not to, right? Okay. The problem was the creator created Eve in the same form he created the animals. He only gave her the same amount of knowledge that he gave them animals. Because why? 
Adam's job was to do the same thing to her that he did to them. Lead them and they trust him. They protect him. They ride for him. So he didn't give her the same things that he gave Adam. He did not give her the same instructions he gave Adam. Because Adam was supposed to lead her the same way he led the animals. Now, she was the weakest link. Yeah. She was the last one. The animals had already been there. Right. So the, the like devil it. chose the most conniving, deceitful, personal, the most deceitful animal to get to her. And what was that animal? The snake. Or the serpent. The serpent, which is in the snake family. Mm. You can never trust a snake. Mm-mm. Never. Okay. So, Instagram has become so broad. Like, if you be on Instagram, you go to the Explore page, you see shit that got nothing to do with you. Right? Mm-hmm. I like wildlife. So, mm-hmm. animals, snakes, and shit like that. And, you know, snakes be having these different color scales and such like the different exterior the little ball pythons whether it's the they all white just all these spazzy colors you feel me but at the end of the day that is still a snake I don't care how rainbow color it scales look. I don't care how beautiful the design is I don't care just what marvel it is to look at Shit, it's still a snake. Either it's going to inject venom or suffocate you. <laughs> Pick one. <laughs> yeah. You got a few that's that's not venomous. They ain't gonna do nothing to you, but majority of them, you know, have that that proclivity. And we we gotta stop looking at it as is so it's going to be so much of it will stab you in the back. We got to look at it. The, the snake and the serpent, all in all, mm-hmm. is slick. Mm-hmm. It's slick. Mm-hmm. But slick does not always mean demise. No. Getting over. Being, be just getting over, doing little shit. Just that is not table. right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Getting over. That's all it is. That's what a snake is. And when he got to her, he was able to get into her head because while she was not strong enough, mm-hmm. she had not had all of that stuff that Adam had already Insta- put yeah. and instilled. And that because a woman, again, a woman gonna get what she want because that vagina is strong, dog. That is our detriment because at the end of the day, we can say what we want. That's how you know that Adam and Eve was black. Yeah, because, it's not up for the debate. Because at the end of the day, bro, Adam knew and said, man, look, no, because <laughs> Adam Buck don't eat that apple. He did. Adam Buck, he didn't listen to her off the jump now. Nah. He didn't. He bucked. And he stood strong. No, 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 no. But then that split second he thought was like, dang, hmm. he did create her for my rib. He did create her to be my level. My help, me. My help. When I'm around here just being this testosterone. I am busting my it's ass. It's just so hard. And I am being so egotistical as a man. Mm-hmm. 
she is supposed to level me, bring me down like, hey, look. Because women, women are always the one when there's confrontation between men in the club or in public, what do they do? They stand in between. Look at me, Brandon. They tell you, hey. Look at me. Hey, it's not right. Hey, don't put yourself in that. So in that split mind, he thought about that. He second guessed that and was like, dang, she wouldn't, she went, she, she wouldn't put me in. She right. She right. And not only that, to take the cake, she had to go a little bit further and was like, you know, because I know he was like, but bruh, God said no. That's it. But she had to go over the top and say, so who you sleep with, God or me? But people are afraid to say that part. I'm glad you said it. I mean, because it was more of a carnal con- like conversion because God told Eve the same thing. You're not so really you're not supposed to. But here's this flesh being, and it's a metaphor, but here's this flesh being that kind of slid its way into it. And it brought to that. Did he tell Eve that? <coughs> did he tell Eve that? Or did he just Or did he tell Eve he told Adam how to lead her spiritually and to be able to know? And he told her. And he told her, so that's the question. Mm. I'm asking you because you said going to my mental, my mental role. Because God put place Adam in the Garden Eden, told him what tree this is, this, that, another. He gave them all both the rundown, right? He gave him the rundown, he gave him the rule, the law of the land, right? Mm -hmm. Gave him the law of the land. He told them, This is the general rules. But who broke down? Who was supposed to break down the rules in an entirety Adam. of the reason why? Adam, because that's the leader. Exactly. All he did was give you when you have when somebody is saw or will of fortune or any game, any competition mm-hmm. that you play in or anything. The the person, the 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 uh, the commissioner or anybody of they tell you the rule book. Who is supposed to tell you that coach the reason being or step by step or this is the reason why this is illegal. This is why this is who tells you that that coach. Exactly. Only them. They can only just give you the rule book and just tell you to study it and tell you the rules itself. They give you theory. But your leader supposed to bring that practical practice. Bring it all together. I like that. And that's the again. That's a different perspective. Or I never really thought of it like that. Like just how my opinion. That. My opinion. You know, everybody else got their own. But the dialogue part is to open up your mind. Yes. Does it make sense? I'm not trying to persuade nobody. Mm-mm. I don't want you to think like me. But the thing about it is, how can we meet in the middle? So you know, just think about that. You know, does it? You know, does it make sense? Some people say no, it don't make no sense, bro. That's just some shit you created in your mind. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like I'm not trying to convince nobody, but let's just think about it for a second. Like let's just think logically mm-hmm. and and spiritually too. Just think about it. Like and the way that the Bible is written, just all black people. Just think about it. We're still not debating that. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, no matter what we read, bro, and how we read, we were taught how to read. We were taught by who? White people. Exactly. 
So we were taught by them. So at the end of the day, we look at we look at them as the end all be all by if it's correct or not. Mm-hmm. So knowing that we got context clues which they did not expect us to have, right? Now that we have gotten that and we read that, but we would tell them that for them not to want us to believe that they would tell us, hey, I mean, you read I'm reading the same thing that you're reading. Where will you get that cockamamie shit from? Right. Hair, wool, skin of brass. Mm-hmm. That don't equate to a white person. It doesn't? By no means. No. By no. I don't care if they're little dicky and got little curly hair. Wool. Wool got a certain texture to it. Not that silky curly shit. We are talking kinky. Curls. Like, if you have you seen a sheep? Look at a sheep. You you can't just be running your fingers through sheep hair. You really can't. You gonna get that shit caught. I don't care how how dense, but it's like you just said, context schools and we can oh we can get into spirituality and that foolishness, but not today. <laughs> Even the fro that you have right now. Yep. It feel it may have a good texture to it, but that bitch still woolly. Hey, this listen. That bitch may look good as a motherfucker. Like, damn, your hair look. Hey, man, you got a nice looking texture. Your hair, you, you can say that all day long. But this, but still put a fucking cool. comb through that bitch and watch how you about to cry. <laughs> let it, let it mat for a little while. Like an apple. You a, look and, it, and you have and you gotta you gonna have to find a comb that the teeth are a little more spread out and because thicker. If Exactly, because if it's too, if the teeth are brought in too tight, you're gonna break the teeth off. Shout out to the ladies that gotta go through that shit. Y'all be breaking combs. I just want to say, I just feel like y'all be need to have that encouragement. Just buy a big comb. Cause it, because it's a dry comb, you gotta put heat to it. Mm-hmm. The hot comb. Yeah, the hot comb. The hot comb. That's the only. That dry comb is not gonna get it where you need to be. <laughs> it got to have some heat to it so it can hit it. And it, the heat is what softens it up for it to be to get it to its good form. That's it. But even going back to your women thing, man. Um, yes, but again, you gotta understand too, man. It, it, the the dating pool, like when I see a lot of women saying the dating pool, you know, has pee in it, right? <laughs> Say the, the dating pool got pee in it, right? But the aquatic center. And every pool at the hotel got pee in it too, but don't you swim in those shits too? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's so? Why are you so afraid to swim in this dating pool? You swim in the pissy ass pool in them other ones. But the thing about it is, a lot of things, a, a lot of men also are just wanting to, in my opinion, is just wanting to live by just being the man. And that these women should just shut up and just stand behind them. But a lot of these men, psychologically, and if you want to be real, technically, bro, they don't have the confidence within themselves to really believe that they're leaders. Right. So they just stand on, I'm a man, I'm a man, I'm a man. So some women are really submissive because they want to try to get away from the, just like men want to get away from the stereotype that we black, we're criminals. Mm-hmm. We 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 cheaters, we're this and we're that. Women want to get away from the stigma of being loud. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they're argumentative. They want to get away from that. So they begin to just be submissive, to say, okay, let me try this. But then the men are not ready to lead, and then they do lead them down the wrong path. 
So that's the thing too. It's not all the women, bro. We just we don't we don't have a level playing field for either one of the genders. Right. Because society and media, you know, just like that white man tells this black women, when you ever seen a white man get in an argument with his woman, he tell her, shut up. Get the fuck out of my face. You know what I'm saying? If you don't shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> but let us get in an argument with our black women in front of them. Man. And then they're going to whisper and be like, I, I, I wouldn't let him talk to me like that. <laughs> no white woman say that lie. When that man just, your man just told you that too. <laughs> or the white man come in there and be like, sweetheart, you know, a man should never talk to this woman like that. You should never do that. You should, mm-hmm. you're, you're very respectable. Mm-hmm. Because he knows a black woman just needs and wants a woman, period. White women too. Stability. Right. They know they have that that luxury of having stability. So them words is what gets the woman to get to go that route because they already know the stability part is there. That right. that financial wealth, that, that generation wealth is gonna come because they got the money. The words is what lower the men. But mm-hmm. don't let us go to that white woman and be like, Listen, why you let that man beat on you like that? Mm-hmm. Come over to a king. Because mm. one thing about it, our sex is going to be better. You heard. Our sex is going to be better. That's one heard. thing about it. You ain't got to worry about that part being lame. You got that. We going to do that for you. You know, you you already in the in the you you already have a seat at the table. If I'm your man, they gotta listen to me anyway because on the simple fact of respecting you that you're in that circle of being white a white woman. Mm-hmm. So they gotta give me the money. You never heard a white woman being killed because she's standing behind a black king. Nah, never. Mm-mm. But a black woman, she's a threat if she if she uplift her black king. So a white woman. Uh, Jordan Peele. Ah, get out. Talk about the movie or just him as a person? Him as a person. Oh, okay. The way that he's able to convey those messages, he gets a pass. Right. Because of that white woman. Wow. Don't lead him to, don't wake him, don't wake him all the way up. Don't wait, but we're going to let you go ahead and throw these little nuggets in there in these gems. Because we gotta respect it, because we can't, that white woman is what is your protection. But we will reel you in if they start waking up. We will reel you in. Enough of that. Stop that. That, Hey, can you bring it back down a little bit? Relax. You're giving them too much now. Relax. You get, he gets that pass. So when you get, see, favor and privilege, you don't stand on a person's head with that. Mm-hmm. You use. You don't have to give that up either. Nobody said give your privilege up to the less fortunate. Why do we get that missing screw that? Oh, you got privilege. You should just let me go in front of you. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. That's I, not I, 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 I can let you get in front of me, but I'm not going to give up my privilege and say, huh, you can have it. Let's switch spots. All right. But I can use my privilege in 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 my favor to bring you up, bring you in. That's the difference that we have to use, bro. We got to use that. Use your gift, your privilege to help. Don't stand on no heads. 
But That's even with real. the women in jail, though, man, you know, you take the man and put him in prison. These kids right here got the, the woman, again, with so much stress she goes through. Because if she don't choose to either find a, a black man that's actually not a criminal, mm -hmm. You know, the ones that's out here that don't have a criminal record, they try to be who they're not. Speak on it. They try to be who they're not. So they out here trying to run the streets and cheat and do this and do that. So now that 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 toxic that brings that that brings the toxins in that dating pool there. They don't have a criminal record, but they that's still walking around here diluting the water. Now you either gonna deal with that or you gotta go to the white man. And if you don't like white men, if you don't like white men, you become a still single black woman with kids. Mm -hmm. So now the pressure is on that you have to work. You got to raise these kids. You got to make sure that they get this place to that place. They got to do. The stress on that mental becomes heavy. Mm -hmm. So now she want to just rest. Mm -hmm. So she just let the kids just do whatever. Do whatever they, they want to do. Self. Give them a tablet. Get out my face. Let me just. Hey man, I'm trying to take a nap. You ever had <laughs> your mom, you know, for the single parents, the single mothers that raise their kids, bro, I've heard it so much. When them women first walk in the house with them kids, hey, bro, when I walk in the door, don't immediately run up to me asking questions, asking questions or talking. Let me breathe first. Let me get in here. I've had a long ass day. And them kids don't understand that. They just think that mommy mean or mommy don't love me. No. Mommy just needs some rest. Mommy is tired. Mommy is tired. Mommy is tired. That's just what it is, bruh. And again, you know, that's what it is with the jail and women, bruh. You take the man out of the house, they keep saying that uh, uh, a man, you know, uh, it takes a village to raise a child, bruh. No, it's not. No black man in this world, bruh, that is going to let the village help raise his child. The thing about it is you're going to use the village to just make sure my when my child steps out of bounds, you bring him back bring in. Bring him back in. That's all it is. I'm not going to allow you to help raise my child. I, if I'm in the house with my child, why the fuck would I allow you to spend that extra time with my child when I am able to do it? The extra time these coaches take, bro, that is because the man is not there. A man that's man. present is not going to allow another man to spend that much time with his son and his right. kids. Right. So, no, the village don't need to raise it. A village keeps my child in bounds. When I'm not around, I don't need you to raise my child. That's the that's, difference. That's a very... That's... Wow. All right. So... I don't know why a lot of people get that misconstrued. And again, I don't think a lot of people broke that down like exactly. that. Um, and, you know, for those of you who really didn't, that went over your head, I'm going I'm to bring it back full circle for you. My dad used to tell me about, because he used to grow up in Woodville. So he'd tell me how he'd be on Darling Street, you know, little kid, just, just doing stuff. And he'd tell me. He might get in trouble from the top of the neighborhood. And by the time he got to his house, he didn't got talked to. He didn't got chastised. He didn't got, like you said, put back in that boundary. You know you ain't supposed to be doing that. You know, and those older folks ain't ain't they were hesitant on that on hitting nobody child. Oh no, they <laughs> Yes, they was. You, they, it was permission. No, you, that's what I'm saying. They wasn't hesitant. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. They wasn't hesitant. Yeah, you like right. they My did bad. they did that. Now this generation can't nobody tell your child nothing but you. Let me ask you this. The ones that you had every time you got to the top of the street, mm -hmm. 
up until you got to your house. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you if you realize this. Who was always the ones keeping them in bounds and always had things to tell them or always went back to your house to tell you was out of line? The black mothers. The black women. Mm-hmm. Black women. Because why? There was not many black men, men around. Men wasn't around. Either they just wasn't home, doing God knows what. But yes. Or working you, 16 hours a day. That's what, And that's what I was getting at or whatever else. Either you know? he's in jail. Or he's working 16 hours a day. What man working 16 hours a day has the energy to help a child with homework, chastise kids, keep them in line? Nope. We have to work either from four, uh, five to five, six to six. A man All day. is going to work before the kids wake up for school. And getting home and after getting bed. getting off by the time that they're in bed. Mm-hmm. So you need... I love, I love how you put that because it's more support. And it got it. You get again being open mind. This generation, parents, you're not going to be around all the time with your kid. You're not going to be around twenty four seven. And of course, these kids are smart. These kids gonna put on this facade and gonna act how they want to act when you ain't around. Know how to act when you is around. But again, if you know, and I can talk on myself personally, going to church, being raised in the church. My dad's the pastor, so everybody knows me. And those older cats, they're going to tell me or check me about things that I'm doing wrong. For example, we had a little vending machine church, so I had some fruit snacks. Open the fruit snacks, then drop some trash on the floor. I'm not thinking nothing of it. I'm young. But an older deacon stopped me. I'm walking down. I guess he was seeing if I was going to turn around and pick it up. He stopped me. Hey, little Matt. Yes, sir. Come pick up this trash. Come pick this up. Okay, the person I am, respectable. All right, cool. Think nothing of it. But that's just a small thing to, like, people that you said, bringing you back. Because if I didn't get checked on that, I'd be littering like a fuck. <laughs> just, just round. You were the, you were one of the PKs that didn't fall to the crack through the cracks, right? Okay. PK kids, they always think PK kids are wild. They they do things. They the, the PK girls become mischievous. They they fast. Mm-hmm. They do this. They do that. The PK boys just want to live the street life, and they, but they don't realize. They just think because you are a PK, that's what makes you want to live. And be wrong because you're so under the roof of a praying, a, a God fearing family. You just wanna, you hear that too much yep. that you wanna just. But the real thing is, that's not the thing. Mm-hmm. Being a PK is your father. Being a pastor, he is gone a lot because he is charged to have his full attention to his, to his followers. Mm-hmm. He has to be to anniversaries. He is calling to speak at different churches. Bro, the they, they call Talk. the house. Pastor, pray Talk. for me. Talk. Pastor, I'm going through some things. Come on. As soon as somebody die, he and the first lady got to go and spend the time with the folk. When somebody is in critical condition or something happens, someone is sick on their deathbed, pastor got to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Pastor has to be there all the time. Mm-hmm. And where are the kids? With mom. Or by relative. Because first lady, <laughs> most of the time, 
far. The only, the first lady and pastor are the two that's always covered. Yep. The problem is the devil is able to get to the kids because the protection and the shield is the pastor. Mm-hmm. And he's gone. Mm-hmm. So they wide open and vulnerable for the devil to always sneak in. Mm. That's how the PKs go to where they go. It's not because they don't want, they get so tired of always going to church. It's not that. It's that the shield of protection of the, the creator. It's elsewhere. It's elsewhere. And we not we not so much as going to dwell on the PK, but it's a, it's a certain level of arrogance that certain PKs have because you think, man... I came up in the church. My dad's a pastor. My mom's a pastor. Just whatever. And you think you safe <laughs> until you get comfortable. Yeah. And then, like we just said earlier, the devil slide on in and catch you slipping. Mm-hmm. And it's it's that you go down that hole like that. But, bruh, just talking and and we can't wrap it up at that at this point. Uh, we we spoke on you know. Becoming more aware in, in an incarcerated state We're going to say that Not even just jail Because you can be presence of your mind Of extra circumstances Just life, sex, drugs You could be a prisoner to anything But you're not going to become aware of it Until you're in it You're not going to become so much more aware Until you're in a situation Also We talked we talk some on, on the women How you know it's really it's not so much as women be choosing the wrong guy or they be at such a disadvantage. It's just that sometimes dudes just we know how to to work that game and we see what you don't want. So we gonna make shit look good for you. Until we guards are let down and then they like you said get merged back into that pattern of unfavorable traits. And I mean it's so both of these topics we could really go on on and on and on we might have to do a part two to this <laughs> but it's is this was a great eye opener mind opener just us being able to sit down and talk man like we we ain't had all the um the the bullet points and stuff i love this conversation because it gave us avenue to talk on various things that related to these two focal points I hope that everyone listening took something from it. Um, I hope that, you know, if you felt hit during this conversation, you take that up with God. We can say ouch and put that 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 uh church thing up. Like yeah. I always say, the pastor just say out say ouch and ouch. moving on. We're not we like I said, we ain't come on here to condemn nobody. We ain't come to convert nobody. We don't want nobody to think like us. We just want you to have a, a open mind and see from different perspectives, bro. Like it's so much in this world we don't know and you're not gonna be able to maneuver unless you know how to get through it. If you commute every day to and fro work, you learn which ways to go. You learn the flow of traffic. Like when I was living in Portland Earth and working in town, like man, I knew how to switch lanes. You just know how to navigate and you only can navigate through life when you, you know, have that compass of conversation. When you have that, those people that's around you that can steer you to where you want to go. We can't do this shit by ourselves. We can't. And to have JP on to illuminate us 
and to to have this conversation i'm i'm humbled i'm honored i learned and i hope y'all did too dog I appreciate you for coming on. No problem, man. I'm, I, hey, bro, you know, I'm always, you know, honored to be on your podcast. And, you know, we we definitely, you are definitely a humble person, man, that yes, sir. I tell you, bro, I'm not no teacher, man, but I'm talking about you are down there just keep throwing praises and, you know, but you got to give got, people their flowers when they deserve it. And I, and I appreciate that, you know. And I appreciate the things that you say and the and and the grace that you give me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. Guys, um, you can check me, you know, on the FWM podcast. Please do. On Tuesdays, you know, new episodes drop. I'm also now giving guys bonus um yeah, episodes during the week yes, um, with topics that you guys throw at me yes, um, that you want in depth things talked about to be addressed and up in the open you know it can vary you know which day that I choose to do it just who subscribe it's a treat those one of those that part the bonus part is it's gonna be for the ones who really follow me because when I drop it you're gonna get that notification so I'm never gonna give you the day that it's gonna be on it also you can catch videos visual parts not of me visually uh being recorded um where you can see me on youtube but what i like to do is give you a big visual of a picture mm. to start mm-hmm. you off to open up your mind mm-hmm. before you start the listening i give you a still shot of something to get you in the mood to get your mind open to start listening to with, with, with the knowledge that you know and the topic that we're given so even when you go to YouTube it's gonna be on Apple Podcasts Spotify for something that you if you were in the car to listen to mm-hmm. but the YouTube is for when you're laying in your bed before you go to sleep you can look at it and get it you get your mind ready for you know what you're about to receive also I tell people you know my content is not something that you have to really be doing you have to not be doing anything to sit down and pay attention stop focusing so much on having the time to have all your attention on my content please that's not what it's for you can be washing dishes you can be doing whatever moving around cleaning up just let it play just i even tell people bro fall asleep listening to it this is positive stuff that let it resonate in your spirit when you're cleaning up washing dishes and you got it on your your loudspeaker you may not be having your full attention but the way that it hits your spirit you're gonna something's gonna come it's across gonna and be like oh shit what the fuck did he just say let me run this let me shit either back. run that shit back or you remember to say boy when I finish I got to make sure I listen to this whole thing or I gotta catch that part mm-hmm. it's all about when people ask when I mm-hmm. ask have you listened people just think that I'm asking for you to give me your feedback or for you to be able to interpret and give and regurgitate what I said no that's not what I asked you listen for I, li- I asked you have you listened to it so now I can see how your spirit have yeah, you taken have anything you taken away it? from exactly. it exactly and that's what how I- are you feeling <laughs> how are you feeling after listening to it not yes. what did what did I say? How are you feeling after I, after after you said it? But you can follow me 
you know, follow the podcast on FWM underscore podcast. Mm -hmm. um, definitely, when you see posts on Instagram, make sure you like, make sure you comment. There's going to be mm -hmm. content now on my post because I want people to chime in. Yes. Share, subscribe, share it, spread the word. Please. Let's start getting more positivity in the atmosphere so we all can definitely get what we need, man. And I also want to say this, you know, RIP, man, to my little brother, Keenan. Yes, sir. Um, Bruh, you, I feel you and I, I understand. You know what I'm saying? Just know, I know you here. You know what I'm saying? And I hear you, I understand, and I got you. You know, he's been around real heavy. And <laughs> that's just an acknowledgement of giving him the note, bro, thank you. Um, just thank you. You know, it kind of freaks some other people out. But, you know, just knowing that your spirit is pure, coming here today, you know, that whole atmosphere is level. <laughs> But I just want to make, you know, let everybody know that, you know, this is something that we most definitely discuss. And he definitely said, you know, bruh, just stay a course. And that's where the extra content coming from on making sure that I give more and more people the, the extra content they deserve and not just giving them the one time a week. Shout out to the podcast. Yes, sir. Shout out to the Untitled Podcast. Yes, my sir. dog, Booby. You know, he helps me tremendously. Me too. And I thank him for that. Me too. You know, uh, uh, I see that you was on the podcast. Um, uh maybe last week um, on the live on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, definitely, guys, you know, that's that's my next step. You know. Oh, that's going to be a I'm hell waiting, of a conversation. I'm waiting for, you know, the invite. You know, they, you know, one of the guys told me, you know, shout out to, to Rod. You know, he told me, you know, he going to get with me. So I'm patiently waiting. And when it's, when it's the time, the time is going to come. And it's going to be a time. You know, the time is going to come whenever that they're ready, man. But I'm just doing the work that I'm supposed to do, bruh, and in a timely fashion. So when it's my time and when other people are ready to receive, give, then that's when I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? But I would never force it on anybody and I would never, you know, just hover over people like, hey, bro, mm -hmm. I want to, I don't want it to make it seem like I just want to come and use people for clout to right. be on their on platform. Right. You know, my work should speak for itself. And if you feel it and then you feel like I'm worthy enough to grace the presence of your, your platform, I'm honored to do it. You know what I'm saying? But until then, I'm just doing what I need to do on my own. But you have been coming to me gracefully, man, and just asking me to get time, bruh. Um, and anytime that you ask, bruh, I'm going to be here. I don't have much more to say to that because everything that he just said, I, I echo and I support it. And I, from the bottom of my heart, dog, I just, I do appreciate you. Um... Y'all, it's something you have to just get that feeling. Something big is on the horizon, and though you know that's not what we're doing it for, it's inevitable. Um, because, like he said, we do this for positive measures. Like this is, yeah. When you look past, 
you know, profanity, when you look past some vulgarity, you see that pureness and positive of a message. And I had to tell a couple church folks that, like, don't don't be so caught up on the verbiage. What are you taking away from it, like you said? The message. The message. So worthy you are to be on whomever else podcast platform you make it on, you are worthy of everything. And I got to give you my flowers, your flowers. Because um, like I said, tomorrow's not promised. Ladies and gents, <laughs> this is, this was a hell of a conversation. And I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to just catch my breath and reel from it it's it's it's, it was that dope for me um this has been the o2 lit podcast this is your host matt i got jp from fwm podcast fuck with me fuck with me (laughs) hey and for the church folks it's f a w k it's fuck nah not the other word so you can definitely take that to pastor and say that because that's not the intent. And I didn't spell it wrong for that because that's how our accent, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I spelled that way. So it's not the intent of the curse word, but definitely. So that's why I definitely put the FWM. So when the church folks have to spread the word about the podcast, <laughs> they don't have to say what it is. They just say catch the FWM. Catch the FWM. And as y'all, y'all listened, y'all learned, and we laughed. And I'm I'm just already ready for, you know, what's to come. So until we get together, till we meet, until we have our next convo, stay lit. Yeah. Got a march. This is for all my niggas. All your niggas. Worldwide. Reminiscing on the distance, so short. Struggles of different sorts as we sit on the porch. Headed to the concrete jungle under the street light. Vision so clouded, had to squint just to see right. But this the life we living. Thugging to the end. Riding to the wheels, fall off, or we blow our engines. Existence of disease, but we got different symptoms. Trying to predict inevitable futures just like the Simpsons. Project living like life on the trip. Getting experimental prescriptions from the pills to the scissor. Trying to reduce the pain, heart colder than a blizzard. Police on my ass, but I will never surrender. Refuse to leave the game like a player that's injured Sitting in a courtroom with a public defender The penalty of death is the only thing they can insure And signs before the crime is all that you could remember You did it for respect and that end up being your killer That's the things you get for being a real nigger Life come at your fans like dessert before the dinner But you're never forgotten cause they'll be rocking your picture T-shirts, far too many T-shirts Rest in peace to so-and-so And the list goes on and on Far too many t-shirts Rest in peace to so-and-so And the list goes on and on Why they call it gunplay? I take that shit serious Far too many gangster movies This is not the cinema Why they call it gunplay? I take that shit serious Far too many gangster movies this is not the cinema. After that case, 
get foes. There's no more casting calls. And you find up there's an afterlife after all. While you headed to the mall, your niggas headed to the mall. Rest in peace, t-shirts. Fly high, baby boy. On the internet stressing. When they last saw you alive, the last words y'all spoke. And how they gave you five. Spent 20 on that t-shirt, but wouldn't let you five. You knew that they was die. You shouldn't be surprised, cause in the same post that bump on the stroke, they get two posts. Had to get the do wops, wasn't worthy of the shows. When there was time for funk, you was the first resort. Like a hotel suite, nigga so damn weak. You was down for anything, like a real life freak. Or was it for love? And they ain't knew what that was, but uh, that's just how the story unfold. Life in obituary, and then it come to a close. Ain't been a church in about a hundred Easter's. Look at you now, though. Feeling like Jesus, and everybody got speeches in. Clue in that sermon by some unknown preacher. Views full of pills, all rocking your t shirt. Far too many t-shirts Rest in peace to so-and-so And the list goes on and on Yo Rest in peace, my nigga TP, my nigga Shard, my nigga Scooter Wall, my nigga TK, my nigga Lavante, man. 